0: If you ask me what I'm thankful for right now, it'd be pretty easy to tell you. I'm thankful for this incredible rush of healing power that's going through our church. In fact, there's like a funnel right through the center of the sanctuary. People are getting healed, even even those that aren't Christians, they're coming and getting healed. And you might say, Garth, you've not said anything about this. Well, the truth is, it hasn't happened yet, but that's exactly what I'm thankful for. And that's where we're going today. Wake the faith up, Slayer Garth Heckman, David Alliance. Hey, I know you want to reach out to me, and you can. TDA Giantslayer at gmail.com. Uh, you know, again, I'm going to beak this drum. Uh, many of you now, you're almost convinced we're having a men's conference in the spring. I don't know that for sure but I love all the ideas that are coming at me so let me know tdagiantslayer at gmail.com Also, if you have different ideas for topics or something you maybe want me to take on or cover let me know I'd love to hear from the audience from the listeners whether you're tuning in on a radio station on Podbean, on iTunes whatever it is let me know So we started talking yesterday about Thanksgiving how it's different from praise how it's different from worship we talked about how if there's something that's irritating you right now, if it's someone or a personal issue or a financial issue or work situation, maybe it's a, a desire or an unmet need, we said it will continue to bother you until you begin to thank God for the process. And in fact, it could turn into resentment or hurt or anger or bitterness and ultimately could lead to an invitation to demonic activity in your life. But thankfulness immediately breaks that cycle so you say, well, I'm not married, but I'm thankful for God's process that will make me more like him and give him glory by waiting for, you know, the right person to come along to be married to. See, thankfulness is that you will yield to the process of God in order to become a part of his work. In fact, you're thanking him for what you are going through, for what you need, and the process behind it because the process is making you more like him and making him more look good, or as we call, glorifying God. But that's the great thing about thankfulness, is you immediately step into the eternal, you immediately step into the supernatural, because you're saying, I know there's a process and I'm thanking God for it. You know, you can't serve mammon and God, right? you probably heard that, and maybe you know where the, the verse is. It's right out of 1 Timothy 6, 6-10. through Godliness without contentment is great, or godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. And here we go. For the love of money, or mammon, which is the worship of money, is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. What is the love of money? Well, simply put, it's the trusting of money as the answer to the process rather than God. That's why it's so dangerous. The love of money means that you are going to trust money to take care of the process. And the only problem with that is that money doesn't make you look more like God, and it doesn't make God look good. Don't get me wrong. I've been thankful many times for God meeting my needs supernaturally when it came to finances. But what I'm talking about is one of the biggest enemies to thankfulness is starting to serve and worship and focus money. And here's the problem. Mammon, money, is a demonic entity. Look, anything that tries to get you to worship anything other than Jesus is a demonic spirit. You might say, well, how can money be demonic the same way a totem pole can be demonic? And you go, what do you mean? Well, if you read some of the lore of American Indians, they took a tree, carved out a totem pole, and they worshiped these totem poles, these gods, and there was great demonic activity that happened. And I would always ask, well, how do you know? Which tree is the one that has the demonic power? Which tree do you cut down? Which tree do you carve? It wasn't the tree. It's that you begin to worship and trust the tree, which attracted demonic activity. Anything that causes you to worship something other than Jesus, guess what? It will attract demonic activity. It'll just happen. So the love of money is the root of all evil. And all kinds of evil, not just an evil. It goes on to say in that verse that some people, eager for money, have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. Imagine this, they have a faith, they know God, they trust God, but because they put their faith in the process of money, they wander away. So simple and yet so dangerous. Again, when we talk about thankfulness, there's a whole other mindset or concept that you have to get a hold of. When we look at Psalm 100, it simply states this verse. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his court with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. And that's an old song. I don't know if you remember it. But just before that verse, we have to read the verse that kicks that off. Because it doesn't say it in the song In the song it doesn't say the verse I'm about to quote Which is right at the beginning of Psalm 100 And it changes the tone Dramatically Yes we are the sheep of his pasture Yes Um, But it says we are the people And the sheep of his pasture And we enter into the courtyard And into the gate Why does a sheep enter into the courtyard And into the gate of the temple It's not a bring your sheep to church day That's not it at all It's that you are going there to be sacrificed. You are the sheep. We are the people of his pasture, we're his sheep. And we enter the gates and we enter the courts with thanksgiving in our heart. Say, so I'm gonna go through one of the toughest times of my life and I'm supposed to be thankful? Yes, because when we're thankful, we step into the process of becoming more like God and making God look good. Look, don't waste a good pain, don't waste a good sickness, don't waste a hard time, don't waste a need, don't waste a difficulty, don't waste an evil person in your life, don't waste a hardship. Thank God in the midst of it and use it to step into the process of becoming more like Christ and making God look good. It seems simple enough, but when you do it, you'll really understand the power behind it. Garth Ekman. David Alliance, keep slaying giants.